0: Welcome to our Fireside Chat tonight. I'm standing in for Pastor Rob, and it's great to have you with us because we have a great program tonight because of its content. I know it's a provocative title, America's Destruction by Bad Ideas, and it's only part one. But if you're like me, you have watched our nation melt down over the last year or so, and watching things that we have never, not only imagined would happen, but is falling apart faster than we could even guess that it was possible. I mean, as you wouldn't even think it's possible. Check a, out this clip, just brief through last year and what was happening in the streets in America. We got it here. We know this last year has been epic with some things that have unfolded. We have the pandemic of the COVID-19 virus that has came into our nation and really going around the world. We had the George Floyd uh, tragic incident that happened that it erupted in such violence. But it's one thing to have an isolated situation that is either a disease that goes through the country, or a socially unjust death of somebody by the police that happens, but how is it now that the traction through all of these things seem to be the perfect storm to now move forward with a bad ideology? Because the bottom line is America is now progressively moving ahead Towards a very socially destructive pattern through censorship, through silencing of free speech, through the overreach of government tyranny, all of these things at this time make us wonder what is really the backstory, what is underneath this and the thing that is underneath it that has raised its ugly head through the opportunities that have been given to it are bad ideas. And tonight I have a co-host, he's brilliant, he's excellent, he's amazing, and I'm just thankful to be in the company of him, even by video. Dennis Prager is going to be leading us through and co-hosting with me tonight, via a video that he put together, and we're going to be looking at six ideas that separate the traditional description of a liberal, which has really been hijacked by the left, but a liberal really was someone who had the center-of-the-road ideals of most Americans. And we're going to compare that, or I should say Dennis is going to compare that, and then I'm going to chime in from a Judeo-Christian ethic from God's Word. And so Dennis is going to lead us through these thoughts. We're going to pause. I'm going to share and dialogue with you a little bit about that, and we're going to have a great time as we see what is happening in America in part one of the destruction of America. But in part two, we'll be going even deeper to see the ideology, the sociology, the uh, philosophical roots of something that has been c- become known as social justice. So, but before we get to part two, we gotta take care of part one. So set us up, take it away, Dennis.
1: What's the difference between a liberal and a leftist? This question stumps most people because they think liberal and left are essentially the same. But they're not. In fact, liberalism and leftism have almost nothing in common. But the left has appropriated the word liberal so effectively, almost everyone—liberals, leftists and conservatives thinks they are synonymous. But they're not. Let me offer you six examples. 1. Race. This is probably the most obvious difference between liberal and left. The liberal position on race has always been a the color of a person's skin is insignificant and b those who believe race is significant are racists. Meanwhile, the left believes the very opposite. To the left, it's the liberal attitude toward race. It's unimportant. That is racist. That's why the University of California officially lists the statement, there is only one race, the human race, as racist. And liberals have always been passionately committed to racial integration, while the left is increasingly committed to racial segregation, such as all-black dormitories and separate black graduations at universities.
0: I don't know about you, but I've been befuddled by this overemphasis of race. Having that mindset, not only as a Christian, but a person as an American that has a liberal mindset, that the color of people's skin is not significant. I have traveled the world, I have ministered in the slums of India, I have ministered in the villages of Africa, I have ministered in the European ancient old cities, And when you've traveled the world and you're interacting with people with different skin tones and different languages and different cultures, you learn that all of us are from, and I would be in so much trouble and considered a racist if I said there's only one race, the human race. The University of California has that statement that if you say that, Or another statement that gets the same treatment. I don't know if you remember the riot. In the midst of a riot, a man in front of a crowd began to chant that all lives matter and began to be bludgeoned and beaten. Because if I say all lives matter, or there's one race, the human race, I'm racist. Now, can I just ask you, does that make any logical, any reasonable, any rational sense? But how is the destruction of America taking place? Through really, really bad ideas. Now, from a biblical perspective, as a Christian, in the scriptures, we see that Jesus broke down the barriers of race because those in the New Testament, there was the Jews that God had a plan for his special people to bring about the nation of Israel to bring a platform and a genealogy to be the savior of the world, Jesus. Our savior,